Informing America's farmers and ranchers. It's Adams on Agriculture. Produced by the American Ag Radio Network. Here's your host, Mike Adams. And hello, everyone. Welcome to Adams on Agriculture, coming to you from Boone, Iowa, day one of this year's Farm Progress Show. Weather right now, good. This afternoon, eh, we're hanging on, watching the forecast on that one, but looks good the next couple of days. We'll tell you all about that coming up here in just a moment as we kick off our coverage of Farm Progress Show 18. Of course, so much news uh, yesterday with the announcement of the U.S.-Mexico trade deal and, of course, the Ag Aid Package. And we're going to get lots of reaction to both of those topics on tomorrow's show from here at the Farm Progress Show. We'll have the uh, leaders of the National Corn Growers Association and American Soybean Associ- Association on with us tomorrow to give their reaction. Uh, soybeans turned out to be $1.65 a bushel in aid for corn, a penny a bushel. As had been reported, I want to make note of this, as had been reported by our good friends at AgriPulse, I want to... Uh, give credit to Sarah Wyant. She uh, was on top of this. She broke the story. Her numbers turned out to be right on. USDA got on her about uh, that and kind of tried to discredit her a little bit, I thought, uh, by trying to uh, say those weren't going to be the numbers. Well, in the end, she was justified, and, uh, you know, all credit to her. She she hung in there, had a lot of pressure on her, but she went with her sources, stuck with them. She didn't say those would be the exact numbers. She said that's what she was hearing, that's what uh, was being looked at, uh, and it turns out to be right on. So I have to give her a lot of credit uh, where credit is due to our good friend Sarah Wyant and her staff at AgriPol Communications. Secretary Purdue is scheduled to be here tomorrow. You know he's going to be talking a lot about the, both of those topics, and uh, we'll get into more of that uh, at, at a later time. Joined now by Matt Youngman, director of the uh, Farm Progress Show, who right now looks pretty calm. Matt, uh, we'll see what happens this afternoon, but off to a good start this morning. Off to a good start. And, and you know, we've, we've been through enough of these weather events at these, at these permanent facilities. We've got great partnerships with the National Weather Service and a private meteorologist and everybody involved. So we're going to keep everybody safe, keep the show open. You know, hopefully, hopefully we'll have, you know, just a little bit of dust control and, and we'll have a great day today. And then we know we're going to have two good days Wednesday, Thursday. So uh, with everything that's going on, you know, you have a you have a press conference going on beside us for for aut- autonomous tractor companies that are exhibiting and demonstrating here. Uh, magic trick going on at 11 o'clock and floating tractor and drone demonstrations. It's there's just a ton of things going on at this show. Yeah, you're off to a great start. The weather right now is good. Uh, this afternoon, your biggest concern is wind and lightning, right? Yeah, so so we the reason that Wednesday and Thursday are going to be so good is because of a big cold front coming through that's going to you know make tomorrow's high be about 70 degrees, and it's going to be amazing. But to get that done, we've got to get the cold front pushed through. And so rain, you know, rain isn't a concern. The parking lots will handle it. Everything will, everything can handle that. It's, it's, it's personal human being safety that we're concerned about. And, and the first one is lightning. If we get lightning within an eight-mile ring, we have to, sh- you know, we have to evacuate the grounds. Not evacuate in a panic, but just move everybody safely to vehicles. And then the other thing is there's a lot of tents here, a lot of temporary structures, a lot of, a lot of things that, you know, are going to come out of the ground Thursday afternoon. So. Uh, they tend to fly around a little bit if the winds get over 30, 40, 50, 60 miles per hour. So we need to make sure that we're we're aware of that and keep the facility safe. Well, hopefully that'll miss us, but we'll see how it plays out here uh, this afternoon. Uh, field demonstrations this morning, all Everything, okay? Everything's on schedule. Corn's doing great. You know, for, for planting 80-day corn in central Iowa and getting 180 to 200 bushel corn and 25% moisture, it's just about ideal. You know, Mike, we have been through this so many times. You you could probably do my job. I've explained <laughs> no. it so many times to you that, that you know, the Mother Nature's got to agree with us through the year, and she certainly has. Yeah, and you're... You can do all your planning that you can do, but uh, it comes down to the weather, and, and we'll s- hopefully it'll this will pass through quickly this afternoon, and you'll be able to get right back to those demonstrations tomorrow. Right? Yeah, that that's the hope, and and you know even if we can't maybe do tillage, I'll uh, right through. You know they'll trial through standing water, so that demo is going to go on no matter what. Um, livestock demos, UAV demos, ride and drives. There's tons of things that will go on even if we can't do a couple of things. 
Yeah, Aaron Cassing is going to be with us later in the program. He's vice president of marketing for Timewell Drainage Products. We may really get the good demonstration on drainage. Yeah, here. yeah, and, and that, that's, i got to say, that's a great partnership with Aaron and, and what we're able to do here. And over the next three shows, we're going to uh, get about uh, 220 acres tiled out. And it's going to be, you know, we're going to get in the field earlier, get the corn planted better, have a better, more consistent stand. There's just a, a lot of upside to running these demos. I mentioned Secretary Purdue scheduled to be here tomorrow. He'll have lots of news to talk about, sir. Yeah, it, you know, it, it, he made news last year when he was here in Decatur, and then and then obviously, you know, policy is a is is a really hot topic always, but really especially today. And so, you know, the governor's going to be here. We're going to have state secretaries of ag from eight eight states tomorrow. We've got eleven lieutenant governors here today. Just uh, you know, if you get this many voters concentrated in one eighty-five <laughs> acre field, the politicians are sure to follow. Yeah. But uh, when you when you look at this show, and I, I I made this comment when I was driving in this morning. I remember when you started here, and the way it looked then to the way it looks now. It's just amazing how far it's come. It has. You know, you 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 hit the ground with a plan, and then you do the construction, and it takes a few shows to get it all the way settled out. And I think what you probably see is you know you see it from the backside pretty uh, quite a bit, and so you see a lot of these finishing touches, the things that we're able to do to make it nicer. Uh, for the exhibitors and for the vendors and, and just generally uh, organizing things in a way to where we, we are we have a nice pretty show site ready to roll on Tuesday morning. Yeah, you can handle now rain on the show site, the exhibit field. Your challenge is in the parking areas when you're out in those fields getting people in and out. That's exactly right. And, and you know, the ground here is really, really, really good for, for planting corn. But that means it's maybe not the best firm, you know, well-drained soil for for parking on so if we do get some rain you're probably going to see us picking and choosing our spots in the parking lot early in the morning where to put people and then you know a little bit of wind and a little bit of traffic will dry things out really really fast you've seen you've seen it go from puddles on the ground in the morning to dust control in the afternoon you've seen that enough it's amazing yeah uh, you mentioned the the press conference going on here a lot of new technology a lot of new products being unveiled here at the farm progress show yeah you know the the u.s debut of the ideal combine from agco um, you know, basically everybody has something new to show. Everybody's really, everybody does that extra special thing to try to get a little bit more attention from these growers. And, and you know, they just pull out all the stops to get it accomplished. It, it never fails to amaze me. You look at the work that Agco and Case IH and, and John Deere and, and uh, Corteva and DuPont, Dow, Pioneer, all these companies. You know, I, I shouldn't pick favorites because everybody has done a beautiful exhibit. How many exhibitors do you have here at the show? Just, just short of 600. So wow. you know, you know, we're not, we're not, we're just within a whisker of being completely sold out, which is, which is pretty amazing considering where the ag economy is today. But these guys know, that, you know, the visitors know, farmers know, and the the exhibitors know that this is a cyclical business. And even if today isn't the day you're going to stroke a check for a brand new combine, you need to know what's coming out next. You need to know what smart ag's doing with autonomous tractor technology, that kind of thing. Well, you can be excused for not naming all 600 of them. So <laughs> I don't think I could. I, I think you can be excused for maybe not m remembering one or two right off the top of your head. Uh, quickly, for livestock producers, what do you have here? Absolutely. Iowa Farm Progress shows are great for the livestock producers. We've got four head shoots and the cattle handling demonstrations, and then that southeast quadrant of the grounds has, has a lot of, of things for the cow-calf, the feedlot um, producers. Uh, it, you know, cert Certainly enough to, to make the trip worthwhile just for that, let alone everything else that's going on. Well, Matt, it's always good to see all your hard work pay off here at the end and that's what we have here hopefully the weather won't be too bad this afternoon and again let people know two great days of weather coming up uh, tomorrow and thursday so absolutely looking forward to that thanks for everything you bet we'll thank you mike each day okay Very good. matt youngman director of trade shows for farm progress here is day number one of the farm progress show in boone iowa coming up next we'll talk about a nutrient management and conservation program designed to equip farmers with what they need to know to bolster production and build soil health, but also support water quality. That's coming up next. Stay with us on Adams on Agriculture. Hey, Ragweed, the fertilizer's really good over here. Ooh, better get it before that corn does, water hemp. Hey, corn, want some phosphorus? Oops, I ate it all. <laughs> if weeds are laughing at your corn herbicide, try Acuron. It silences the toughest weeds you'll come up against. Hey, corn, sorry if I got out of line. Unlike you. Get the last laugh. Talk to your Syngenta reseller about Acuron. Hey, water hemp, you're looking kind of yellow. Always read and follow label instructions. Acuron is a restricted-use pesticide. Farmers are feeling the pain from President Trump's trade war. Brent Bible Farms in Lafayette, Indiana. 
Today we farm about 5,000 acres and raise primarily corn and soybeans. Free trade is essential to the ag economy. This is not a war that I signed up for. It's not a war that I want to be drafted for. Our farm and many others like ours will be one of the first casualties of the trade war. President Trump stopped the trade war. Paid for by Farmers for Free Trade. TariffsHurt.com. Have you written a book and want to get it published? Then call Page Publishing at 800-955-4538 immediately. That's 800-955-4538. Page Publishing is looking for authors of all types of books. And unlike most publishers, Page Publishing will take the time to review each and every book submitted to them and give you their feedback. If they like what they read, they'll get your book into bookstores and for sale online at Amazon, the Apple iTunes Store, Barnes & Noble, and other outlets. They handle everything, editing, cover design, copyright protection, printing, publicity, and distribution. So if you've written a novel, children's book, cookbook, inspirational work, poetry, or a biography and want to get it published, then you need to call Page Publishing and do it immediately. Call 800-955-4538 now for your free author submission kit. Again, for your free author submission kit, call 800-955-4538. That's 800-955-4538. Your road to fame and fortune could very well start with this simple phone call. Call Page Publishing at 800-955-4538 for your free author submission kit. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, the inventor of my pillow. And like all of you out there, I had problems sleeping. Pillows would go flat. I would flip flop all night long. I'd wake up with a sore neck or maybe a headache, or I'd feel like I needed a nap even though I slept eight hours. Well, when I invented my pillow, I wanted it so you could adjust the patented fill to give you the exact support you need as an individual, regardless of sleep position. My pillow will get you into that deep REM sleep faster, and you will stay there longer. It's not how much time we spend in bed; it's how much of that quality sleep we get. I do all my own manufacturing in my home state of Minnesota. I have a 10-year warranty, and you can wash and dry my pillow, and here's my best offer ever. That's right. Get 50% off the four-pack of two premium MyPillows and two go-anywhere pillows. To order, go to MyPillow.com or call 800-871-7280 and use promo code FARM11. Get 50% off the four-pack of two premium pillows and two go-anywhere pillows. Call 800-871-7280 or go to MyPillow.com and use promo code FARM11. Information America's farmers and ranchers need to know. Adams on Agriculture. Now back to Mike Adams. Welcome back. We're in Boone, Iowa for day number one of the Farm Progress Show. And, of course, the weather is on everybody's minds here. It's weather's fine this morning, but there is that chance of a, a storm coming through this afternoon, so we'll watch for that. But as you just heard Matt Youngman say in the last segment, weather looks great for tomorrow and Thursday. Big topic for agriculture is nutrient management keeping those nutrients on the soils uh, what goes in what's draining off of our fields these are all key issues moving forward for agriculture we're going to learn about a program here in iowa called 4r plus greg wandry is with us iowa agriculture programs director for the nature conservancy and he is the program coordinator for 4r plus greg thanks for joining us tell us about 4r plus oh, thanks mike I uh, appreciate the opportunity to talk about 4R Plus. So 4R Plus is a program we developed, um, started in 2016, um, and it's really the combination of the four R's of nutrient stewardship, so the right source, the right rate, the right time, and right place of nutrients, with the plus, which we are defining as a conservation practice. It's, so it's mirroring those two concepts, both nutrient management and conservation practices. So conservation practices could be cover crops or terraces. There's a whole series of different practices that are part of the plus part of the 4R plus program. So I'm sure you've had to bring a lot of different groups together as well as individuals. Uh, tell us about how that alliance is coming together. Yeah, so when we started, uh, a year and a half ago or so, we brought together uh, a series of organizations, both agricultural uh, commodity groups and ag retailers, conservation groups, governments, um, academics, uh, and, and other organizations that had an uh, interest in this concept of we need to be stewards of both nutrient management practices, uh, putting those nutrients on in the right time, right place, right source, and in the right place, along with the addition of conservation practices that really kept that soil in place, kept those nutrients in place, uh, built soil health. So when we think about 4R Plus and the partners that are part of this uh, whole concept and effort, 
It's really about building soil health, improving water quality, maintaining maintaining or increasing productivity. So those all have to work together. So both the agronomic, the environmental, the societal, uh, all those different uh, benefits that come with putting those two sets of practices together. Because as we know across the country, and you found out in particular in Iowa in the, in the last few years, society is very much attuned to this issue right now. Yeah, that's clearly right. Um, there, there's a lot of interest in where the food is grown, how the food is grown, where it comes from. So there's a lot about that. So consumers are an important aspect of this. But what we're trying to do with our 4R Plus program is we're, I mean, there's certainly information that consumers can use, but there's also information. What we're trying to do is target those ag retailers, the crop uh, advisors, uh, agronomists, uh, NRCS staff to really provide some information and awareness about the practices. We're not making recommendations about what practices a farmer should use. That's really, we think that's between the uh, crop advisor and the farmer because uh, they have that trusted relationship. But what we're trying to do is make uh, CCAs, ag agronomists, and others conversant in the technology, conversant in the practices so they can talk to the farmer about what fits on that farm. Have you found that farmers are becoming more engaged in this now, understanding how important it is and how it impacts them being able to farm into the future? Sure, absolutely. So it, it's really an economic thing. Um, so n no farmer wants to put a nutrient that's going to leach or wash away or not be used by that crop. So it's economic sense. It's agronomic sense. What practices, uh, so it could be cover crops that works on a, because they have a sloping uh, field that can hold that soil in place, build that soil health. So it's all those things that farmers are interested in, society's interested in, um, and the general public is in, interested in. We're talking with Greg Wandry, Iowa Ag Programs Director for the Nature Conservancy and the 4R Plus Program Coordinator. So let's talk about the tools that are available now for farmers. Yeah, there's a lot of different tools out there. Um, so what we're trying to do is provide information about what those practices are, but there's a lot of other sources out there too. It could be NRCS. It could be the ag retailer themselves. Uh, if they have an interest in conservation, they may be providing cover crops, seed, um, there's certainly land contractors that are out there that can provide uh, built terraces or saturated buffers or some of the other new technology that's available for conservation. I mean, you hate to say it this way, but we're to the point where if if we can't do it this, this way, somebody's going to come in and, and make it happen or shut people down, right? Yeah, we're absolutely all in favor of the voluntary approach. Um, there's other places that have... Um, install regulations and we don't think there's a one-size-fits-all for because a farmer next door to somebody who's growing cover crops that may not be the best practice for them so we really think it's up to the individual farmer on a voluntary basis to work with their trusted advisor to make those recommendations and think about those practices fit those practices that is best on their operation how are you getting the message out and how is it being received yeah, so the message is going out uh, to a lot of different audiences. Uh, we've got uh, almost 40 different partners in our organization, uh, part of our coalition and supporters that are taking this information. They're using it for internal training uh, as well as taking it out to farmers that are uh, interested. Uh, so it could be a, uh, you know, agronomy meeting or something like that where there's uh, an interest in conservation and the four R's for that matter uh, to provide that information to farmers. Obviously, Greg, a farmer who, you know, puts those inputs on a field and it's, you know, it's costly for them. You know, mm -hmm. they put that, they have that financial investment in there. They don't want to lose those nutrients, obviously. So they're better served to keep them on the land as well as wanting to protect the water as well. So uh, they have a vested interest in this. But on the other hand, they have, when they're looking at, okay, how do I do it? Uh, economically how do, how how can i make this work into my farming operation so mm -hmm. there's a lot to look at there well sure so so when we think about the nutrient managed part part of that the four r's uh clearly there's you know wh whatever source they use there's a right rate for them and that right rate may be different for you than it is for me there's a right time uh, that may be different for you and me so it's uh and, and the placement as well so that the, the nutrient part of it the fertilizer part of it uh certainly has uh, an important part of the 4R Plus program. 
then when it comes to some of the conservation practices, I mean, th there are cost share options for them, uh, federal and state, and even some local cost share options for uh, implementing those practices. So a lot of farmers are already starting to get involved in this, but for those that are just kind of starting to, looking at it, thinking about it, mm -hmm. what, how's it? That's a good way to start. Yeah, so that's a really good question. And what, and what you know, what I say and what a lot of my partners will say in the 4R Plus is to start somewhere. Uh, let's use the example of cover crops. It might be a 40-acre field where you use oats that winter kill, at least in Iowa, that would winter kill, and you don't have to worry about termination. That's a place to start. Um, you know, maybe it's uh, going to a strip till or having someone uh, have a neighbor do some uh, custom strip tilling for you just to get a, a sense of how it works and what we've found with farmers that are uh, well versed in some of these practices they tweak something every year it's not ever the same year after year so they learn something new they you know they learn something out of field day they they do some reading they they do some of their own experiments and they find out that you know maybe i should do it uh, this way next year uh, so they're always tweaking um, their practices I think it's also important to get the message out to society that agriculture is taking these steps. Oh, clearly, yeah. I mean, I, there's a lot of great stories in agriculture. Uh, think about Iowa. There's a lot of farmers that are that are starting to implement cover crops and reducing their tillage um, and, and still installing some of these other practices. It's just a matter of telling that story to the general public because I think, you know, um, we don't do that very well, and there's an opportunity to do that much better. Well, it's a win-win. You build up soil health, you improve water quality, you keep the nutrients mm -hmm. on the field for better productivity, I mean, and you, and you keep the water clean. So that, that's it's yeah. a win-win-win. Yeah, so a lot of the practices are, that are in field actually have benefits downstream. I mean, certainly there's edge-of-field practices that the primary beneficiary is downstream, but there's a lot of practices that a farmer can do in field that have soil health. Um, benefits that have water quality benefits that benefits everybody downstream as well. How do you measure how successful you're being? Yeah, so part of I mean, like I said, our our effort here is awareness and information. Uh, we're not telling farmers what practice to do. So really, it's how do you get that information out there? How do you make increase awareness so they have uh, interest, or their crop advisor has a wants to talk about some of these conservation practices. So, so it's really a two way street. It's the farmer going to the to their advisor and the advisor going to the farmer thinking about what can I do differently to improve my operation. It's a critical issue and uh, uh, it sounds like you've got a good start on things here with this 4R Plus program. Greg Wandry, Iowa Ag Programs Director for the Nature Conservancy and the 4R Plus Program Coordinator. Greg, thanks for being with us, telling us about it. Thanks for the opportunity, Mike. Appreciate it. All right, coming up next here at the Farm Progress Show in Boone, Iowa, we'll talk with one of the host farmers find out how the year has gone and what it's like hosting a show like this that's coming up next stay with us on aoa adams on agriculture farmers are feeling the pain from president trump's trade war brent bible farms in lafayette indiana Today we farm about 5,000 acres and raise primarily corn and soybeans. Free trade is essential to the ag economy. This is not a war that I signed up for. It's not a war that I want to be drafted for. Our farm and many others like ours will be one of the first casualties of a trade war. President Trump, stop the trade war. Paid for by Farmers for Free Trade. TariffsHurt.com Hey, Ragweed, the fertilizer's really good over here. Ooh, better get it before that corn does, water hemp. Hey, corn, want some phosphorus? Oops, I ate it all. <laughs> if weeds are laughing at your corn herbicide, try Acuron. It silences the toughest weeds you'll come up against. Hey, corn, sorry if I got out of line. Unlike you. Get the last laugh. Talk to your Syngenta reseller about Acuron. Hey, water hemp, you're looking kind of yellow. Always read and follow label instructions. Acuron is a restricted-use pesticide. Time now for a market check here on Adams on Agriculture. I'm Rusty Halverson from the American Ag Network. We've got a Tuesday mix for the grain and oil seed sector in the wheat futures, two and a half cents on either side of steady money. Egypt's state grain buyer receiving at least eight offers in its latest wheat tender with Russian grain comprising the vast majority of the offers. But there was one offer from the U.S. That's the first Egyptian tender to feature an offer of U.S. wheat. 
since July 25th of 2017. Chicago wheat trending a fraction to two and a fraction higher, a fractional mix in Kansas City and Minneapolis wheat. In soybean futures, we are backpedaling five to six cents lower an hour into Tuesday's session. USDA saying that 146,000 tons of soybean meal sold to Mexico. Another announcement of over 52,000 tons of soybean meal again sold to Mexico. Soybean meal futures trending over $3 lower. New crop November soybeans closed lower to begin the week, but in the upper half of the daily range, Light profit-taking, a little bit of fresh buying emerging at Monday's low at 8.38 and a quarter. December corn near unchanged on this Tuesday. Buyers nibbled at the intraday low of 3.57 and a half on the corn market yesterday, and we closed about mid-range. For livestock at the Merck in live cattle futures and feeder cattle, Turnaround Tuesday, live cattle futures trending a dollar twenty-five to a dollar eighty-seven cents lower, a dollar to two dollars and eighty-two cents lower in feeder cattle. Lean hog futures a dollar to a dollar ninety-five lower. The Dow up thirty-one, S and P up a point. Crude oil near unchanged. You're listening to Adams on Agriculture, presented by the American Ag Network. I'm Rusty Halverson. All right, guys, we're ready for our four-season sunroom, and Daddy's going to get a rec room with refreshments. Oh, no, we'll be sleeping under the stars. Mom, what about the one with, you know, the fun? Nice try, little bro. It's a gym, my gym. Hey, Grandma's getting her Four Seasons garden room, weather tight and still like being outdoors. Maybe a living room. Oh, no, wait, a family hub. Yeah. No matter what the budget, the season, or the climate, Four Seasons Sunrooms let you and your family enjoy the outdoors inside. Call now to hear more about these great offers from the premier manufacturer of sunrooms since 1975. More reasons for Four Seasons Now. To find out more, call toll-free 800-988-4477. That's 800-988-4477. Call 800-988-4477 today. Information America's farmers and ranchers need to know. Adams on Agriculture. Now back to Mike Adams. Welcome back to opening day of the Farm Progress Show here in Boone, Iowa. Again, a reminder, tomorrow I'll be broadcasting from the Syngenta tent tomorrow. If you're coming to the show, stop by. I'll have uh, the leaders of the National Corn Growers and the American Soybean Association on with me tomorrow, and we'll get their reaction to the Ag Aid package announced yesterday and also their reaction to the... uh, the trade deal with Mexico. So that's coming up on tomorrow's program. Joining me right now, though, is one of the host farmers for the Farm Progress Show, Dick Isaacson. Dick, thanks for being with us. Uh, You know, I often think about host farmers every year at the Farm Progress Show. This is my 42nd Farm Progress Show, and I've talked with and got to know some of the host farmers over the years. And the question I always ask, what's it like to all of a sudden have thousands and thousands of people pouring onto your farm? Well, you know, every year that's kind of an invasion, um, it was kind of this morning. It's kind of nice getting up at six o'clock. We could look at our window and watch the line of cars there, and we weren't in line. <laughs> yeah. So it was. We just got in the ATV and drove across the field. So it was pretty convenient. But now you, with it coming here every other year, you you're kind of uh, prepared for it. So that helps, right? Yeah, we're conditioned. Uh, my mother always looks forward to it. It's kind of the high point of her summer, and uh, you know the other thing is is that it's it's always astounding all the equipment and all those the technology is just i don't know where you can go and spend a day and see all the latest technology and just walk around and see it. it's just a it's an amazing show yeah it's a it's a tremendous world-class showcase for uh agriculture that's for sure okay now let's go back uh you know it's a it's a year that the show's coming here so you, you that puts a little extra pressure on making sure things are ready and right how does it change your farming practices as far as what you plant and when you plant things like that what changes for you in the years that the show's coming uh, we modify things quite a bit uh, we go to a 80 day corn variety we try to plant on april 10th before all the neighbors are looking over their shoulder going, what's what are these goofy guys doing? But <laughs> we're trying to have corn ready for the Farm Progress Show. And um, uh, we spray all the fence lines three or four times. 
and uh, we do we do a lot of things to look good, right? So, yeah, we want we want we got that chance to make Boone County look good to the public, and it's important to us. So this year, you've had a lot of rain, right? Yeah, we had. I, my mother hasn't added it up, but I think we probably had somewhere between 25 to 30 inches of rain since we planted on April 26th. And our ground is pretty flat, as typical of this area, and so uh, we've got our farm pattern tiled out. However, if you get more than two or three inches of rain, it just does not have the capacity to get rid of it. And so the crops in the ponds drowned it. Overall, though, other than those drowned out areas, how have your crops looked? It, it's really uh, pretty surprising. The corn they've harvested so far has uh, gone between a 180 and 200 bushels to the acre. And for 80-day corn taken at this far south, that's pretty remarkable. Now, how does that work? You know, you're a farmer, and you've got everybody coming in here doing a lot of your harvesting. Are you nervous about that when that takes place, those field demonstrations? Yeah, it, it makes us a little uneasy. Um, you know, everybody tries to make their equipment, and uh, that's uh, that's always an issue. And it, the thing is that they like to make it look good, and they go fast. Well, on earlier maturing hybrids, the shanks aren't as tough as what it would be for a typical uh, hybrid in this area. And so our ear loss was, was a little higher, but... That's just part of the show. Yeah, they're wanting to put on a good demonstration for spectators. You're looking at it from a different perspective, right? Yeah, the, the other thing that happens to us is that we've got a high clay content soil. And so if you've got 18 combines with 12-row heads running around the field, plus they come in with their four-wheel drive tractors and the tillage equipment, um, our end rows are like a pavement. I'll bet. And so we end up, uh, we, need, we need to almost double rip it uh, to avoid compaction. You know, I can remember in the old days when the, the exhibit field was just out on a field, and we always talked about that, all the foot traffic and everything, uh, how much uh, tillage it took afterwards and, you know, how much of an impact it had the year after. So at least now you got the permanent exhibit field show site. That helps a lot. Yeah, we kind of know what to expect, but... Uh we still have some yield loss as much as we try to offset that in the off year. But, you know, that's just part of being a participant and being supportive of the Farm Progress Show. We're talking with Dick Isaacson, one of the host farmers here at the Farm Progress Show in Boone, Iowa. So obviously you must feel there's a benefit to doing it or you wouldn't do it. You know, wouldn't have signed up to do it, right? Well, yes. My, uh, We've always tried to be real supportive of, of the community. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is our way to be part of that. Yeah, because it's a tremendous, pardon the pun, but it's a boon for boon, isn't it? <laughs> yes. And, you know, the thing about this area, which is unique, is I don't know too many sections of ground in Iowa that has a paved road on all four sides, right? which really makes it uh, a perfect location. So when the show's over, when we're all cleared out of here Thursday evening, what's it like after the Farm Progress Show? Well, after the Farm Progress Show, there's still quite a bit of equipment around here. And then then we also end up with, there's a few water bottles in the field and a few things like that. And so that just goes with the territory. But really, they clean up pretty well afterwards, don't they? Oh, yeah, they do. Yeah, there's, they, there's a, they're very respective of that. I want to go back to the crops. You mentioned the corn. Uh, how do your beans look? You know, uh, on our farm we have uh, about two miles west of here. Our beans look remarkably good. I was really pleasantly surprised. Mm-hmm. Uh, not sure, you know, the thing that is deceiving about soybeans, you can have tall beans right, right. and not have a good yield. Yeah. And um, they were hitting our hip pockets, or hip pockets, front pockets, whichever one you want to use, here about um, three or four weeks ago, which was surprising. And these latter rains, I think I, I, they've kind of out of nowhere because earlier this season in our area with this flat ground too much rain and soybeans doesn't work but you're saying what we're hearing from a lot of people this year and you're right tall beans don't mean good beans but this year tall beans may be good beans it looks like they're really there may be a huge crop out there yeah i the, the thing that's going to be deceiving about this area is is we're gonna have good yields and then you got to subtract the ponds and so 
you know, you might have 65 bushel here, and then by the time you get the field average, it's going to be 52 or yeah. something. Yeah, you're going to have one of those years, and a lot of our listeners can relate to this, where that yield monitor is going all over the place, right? <laughs> yes, it'll bounce around. Yeah. When do you think, once the show's over, will you really get into your harvest then? I think that you know, this year, because of the weather pattern, our heat degree units are running about almost two weeks ahead of, of normal. And I'm expecting that uh, mid to late September, we're going to be going full blast. Uh, Monsanto over here is already harvesting the seed corn fields, which that's a good indicator of, of where the crop maturity is. Uh, and I think they're going to start uh, picking again on Friday. Mm-hmm. You know, there used to be all kinds of wild rumors that, boy, if you were a host farmer, you just got everything given to you, and they basically come in and farm for you, and you're, you can just sit back and uh, enjoy. That's not quite the case, is it? No, it's not. It's, you know, we get, we get some, uh, uh, John Deere comes in and plants the, the crops, and then, you know, it gets harvested for us. However, you know, the compaction that comes with that is a, is a big offset, and we'll give up on our, our production history for our crop insurance. We're probably uh, 20 bushels below what is typical for the area because of that. So it is a commitment that you make. As you said, you want to make it for this community and for this area because it, it brings all these people in, and it is quite a showcase. Do you get a chance to actually enjoy the show? Yeah, we we uh, we sure do. I mean, we get, we've seen it enough years that we, we kind of pick out some of the displays we want to see, but we've also developed a lot of relationships with these sure. different vendors over the years because this is our sixth one. Yeah, doesn't seem possible. And no. I remember coming here for the first one and how far this has come. It really has developed. Uh, the improvements they've made on the site are amazing. Yeah, and that first one, if you remember right, was a, we had 50 inches of rain from yeah. early April to then. Uh, you needed a fishing pole. <laughs> it was awful. Yeah. So when you, um, on the years that the show is not here, next year to be back in Decatur, Illinois, what's it like for you here on, on the in-between year? Well, we normally uh, plant soybeans. We rotate our, our crops, and then we also work real hard on tillage to get the, the soil back into shape for, its, for the next year after that for the Farm Progress Show. Yeah. But you're all, even though it's not going to be here next year, you're already kind of thinking two years ahead when it will be here, right? Absolutely. Yeah, it takes a lot of planning. Well, you know, it takes a commitment, and it takes farmers like you willing to do it to make something like this happen. So uh, we, we appreciate you, what you do to make all this happen and allowing us to come and be on your farm for three days. Well, we appreciate everything the Farm Progress Show is and, and the, uh, what it does for our community. Well, great. Dick, thank you very much. Thanks for being with us. You're welcome. Dick Isaacson, he is one of the uh, host farmers here at the Farm Progress Show. Always interesting to, to get their perspective, you know, to have all these people come onto their farm, what they have to do differently as far as management and, uh, you know, planting times, what they're planting and things like that, and how they handle harvest and uh, all those things. Just imagine all these people coming onto your farm like this in a three-day period. It, uh, it's quite, a, a, quite an undertaking. All right, coming up next, we've talked about this before, a big part of the show this year in their field demonstrations they're having tiling demonstrations pretty good year for for having that demonstration and um, a good friend of mine Aaron Cassing is vice president of marketing for Timewell drainage products out of Timewell Illinois they are in charge of the uh, the tiling demonstrations here and he's going to join us next to talk about what they're doing here what they're showing people and the very latest on tiling which has become uh, more and more prominent in a lot of areas and why it is so important and maybe go back and reduce some uh, older systems what are the benefits there we'll get into all that as we continue our coverage of the farm progress show here in boone iowa stay with us this is adams on agriculture did you ever look at the stains in your coffee cup and then realize that's exactly what happens to your teeth? Paraswabs is the five-minute solution to get your teeth white without visiting the dentist. This is John Greenhut, the CEO of Paraswabs. And if your teeth are stained from coffee, tea, or smoking, all it takes is five minutes with Paraswabs. In five minutes, you'll see an average of two shades whiter teeth, and in seven days, six shades. It's clinically proven to whiten natural teeth as well as caps and veneers. The secret is a tooth detergent that was developed by 
Dr. Martin Ginniger that lifts stains off of your teeth. Best of all, there's no messy strips or trays that you have to leave in your mouth for an hour. Just swab your teeth for five minutes and you're done. To try Power Swabs risk-free, call 866-504-0276. That's 866-504-0276. I guarantee your bright white smile will have your friends talking about how great you look. Try it risk-free today. 866-504-0276. All right, guys. We're ready for our four-season sunroom, and Daddy's going to get a rec room with refreshments. Oh, no. We'll be sleeping under the stars. Mom, what about the one with, you know, the fun? Nice try, little bro. It's a gym. My gym. Hey, Grandma's getting her Four Seasons garden room. Weather tight and still like being outdoors. Maybe a living room. Oh, no, wait. A family hub. Yeah. No matter what the budget, the season, or the climate, Four Seasons Sunrooms let you and your family enjoy the outdoors inside. Call now to hear more about these great offers from the premier manufacturer of sunrooms since 1975. More reasons for four seasons now. To find out more, call toll-free 800-988-4477. That's 800-988-4477. Call 800-988-4477 today. Farmers are feeling the pain from President Trump's trade war. Brent Bible Farms in Lafayette, Indiana. Today we farm about 5,000 acres and raise primarily corn and soybeans. Free trade is essential to the ag economy. This is not a war that I signed up for. It's not a war that I want to be drafted for. Our farm and many others like ours will be one of the first casualties of the trade war. President Trump, stop the trade war. Paid for by Farmers for Free Trade. TariffsHurt.com. Take a look under your bed. Find stuff under there? What about jobs? No? Now try your basement. There's a pair of overalls that overall you're not so into anymore. A perfectly good laptop that hasn't sat in your lap in months. And even more stuff, but still no jobs? Well, you really have both. See, stuff is defined as household articles considered as a group. Sometimes this stuff is no longer needed. Wait, no longer needed? That can't be right. Because remember those jobs you were looking for? Those are really needed, and they're the stuff inside your stuff. Even inside that winter coat that moved with you to Phoenix. Our job is to unlock those jobs, and it starts when you donate your stuff to your local Goodwill. Here's how we do it. When you donate to Goodwill, we sell your stuff to provide job training for people right here in your community. So just by teaming up with Goodwill, you help create jobs. And isn't that worth parting with the leftover guitar from your 80s cover band? Goodwill. Donate stuff, create jobs. Find your nearest donation center at Goodwill.org. A message from Goodwill and the Ad Council. Do you need a car? Been shopping only to be turned down because of bad credit, low credit, no credit, bankruptcy, or divorce? Guess what? Today's your lucky day. Because now you can buy a car, truck, or SUV, just about any vehicle. It's true. Bad credit doesn't matter. No credit doesn't matter. Bankruptcy or divorce, it just doesn't matter. As a matter of fact, your job is your ticket to your new vehicle. We're Auto Credit Express, and we've helped thousands of people just like you. Antonio H. told us, great company, got me connected, and the day I went in, I drove off in the car I wanted. 100% worth your time. Need a car? Get started now and drive off as early as today. Just go to 11ignoremyscore.com right now. That's www.11ignoremyscore.com. Auto financing the easy way. 11ignoremyscore.com. Get started today. Auto financing the easy way. Hey, Ragweed, the fertilizer's really good over here. Ooh, better get it before that corn does, Waterhemp. Hey, corn, want some phosphorus? Oops, I ate it all. (laughs) If weeds are laughing at your corn herbicide, try Acuron. It silences the toughest weeds you'll come up against. Hey, corn, sorry if I got out of line. Unlike you. Get the last laugh. Talk to your Syngenta reseller about Acuron. Hey, Waterhemp, you're looking kind of yellow. Always read and follow label instructions. Acuron is a restricted-use pesticide. Information America's farmers and ranchers need to know. Adams on Agriculture. Now back to Mike Adams. Welcome back here at the Farm Progress Show, Boone, Iowa. Um, 
going on out in the fields today and throughout the show, tiling demonstrations. And a good friend of mine, Aaron Cassing, Vice President of Marketing for Timewell Drainage Products out of Timewell, Illinois, right in my backyard. Absolutely. You're in charge of, uh, uh, your company's in charge of these demonstrations. And uh, tell us how it's going. It's going very, very well. We've had a lot of support from the event. Uh, and we have some dynamite contractors that are helping us make this happen here in the state of Iowa. Uh, it's a, a little bit more modern uh, system than some folks may have uh, seen in the past, Mike. We're doing three-inch tile on 40-foot spacings with high-capacity mains. So it's what you would expect at Farm Progress. Right. Well, so what we are seeing in in tiling is like about everything else in agriculture, technology coming on and changing the way we're doing things and, and making some big improvements. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, there, there are major things that are happening. All machines are, are guided by GPS now. Uh, you're seeing the systems change. We're going away from systems where the laterals are draining all of the time because they're so far apart to leveling the water table so that the plants can be taking up those nutrients that you're putting the money into, right. making that investment to grow that crop. In our area, back in West Central Illinois, uh, we see a lot of tiling going on. A lot yes. has been done in the last few years. Other areas are just kind of getting into it, and I'm sure there are farmers trying to decide, you know, would this be a good idea for my farm? Would this pay off for me or not? That's a, a very interesting point. Uh, when I started with this company in 2001, drainage by a lot of growers was looked at, Mike, as a luxury. Now it's looked at as a necessary management tool because if you plant for 220 bushel corn and fertilize for it and do everything you need to to set a budget for that and miss it by 30%, you can't run a business that way. You get into a 5 to 10% window, which a modern drainage system will let you do, you've changed your business. You can, you can manage that. So give us an idea of what you're showing them out in the field here in your demonstrations. Well, um, as you uh, well know, there's plenty of moisture in the ground here yes, in Boone, is. Iowa. Uh, we'll be showing them actually some water flowing. We're installing lines uh, where we'll have, uh, have the pits open so folks can see the water uh, flowing. We have uh, dug in a, a bioreactor. Uh, in cooperation with Iowa Soybean Association. We have a model built um, at the tram loading area where folks folks can see that. We really want to focus on, you know, there there is a, a drainage rush that's taking place in the industry. People want it. They're going after it. But we want to do it right. Do the right edge of field practices or plan for them uh, because, Mike, things are, things are changing in our industry and uh, things are tightening on us. We did a segment earlier in the show about the 4R Plus program here in Iowa, which is focusing on just what you're talking about. A lot of, uh, lot of eyes watching what's coming out of these fields right now. Absolutely. And the, the wonderful thing about a modern drainage system and the 4R system is that you can do it. You can apply uh, the nitrogen when the plants need it. You can get on the fields in a completely different manner than you were able to in the past. So what about someone that's had a drainage system, a, tile, a tilage, tillage system, a tilage, a tiling system, if I can say it here. Uh, they've had it in place for a number of years. Does that get outdated? Does that need to, can you go in and update? Do you do much of that? Absolutely. There is a tremendous amount of work that takes place, Mike, where people have installed spacings as wide as 100 feet going in and putting two laterals in between those to bring that system up to par and to really just level that water table to to improve it. Um, the system will typically last about 50 years. Um, if your outlet ever quits running, the, the best place to look for the uh, coon that has crawled up there is right where the 6-inch meets the 8-inch because mm -hmm. that's where they typically uh, can't get turned around. So more and more focus is what's coming out of these fields. Are we, are we going to see more and more as far as monitoring of what what comes out of these tiles? I, I think we will. Yeah, I think we will. We're seeing it now. Uh, we're seeing a, a big push from groups like transformingdrainage.org. Uh, really great people uh, like Matt Helmers uh, with ISU and Kelly Nelson with Mizzou uh, that are doing some phenomenal work on drainage water recycling, um, water table management, uh, and I think you're going to see the trend continue to go that way. Mike, it's the, it's the, it's the modern direction. What are you hearing from farmers here that are looking at it? What are, what are their questions about should we or shouldn't we? Well, the, uh, the, the questions are all uh, oftentimes how much per foot, yeah. obviously. Uh -huh. So they, they, they want to know that, uh, but they, they want to know sometimes 
Why are the uh, spacing so close? We talk to them a lot about soil permeabilities, how fast that water is moving through the soil when it's not saturated, how fast it's moving when it is, uh, and also the holding capacities. Because we change the holding capacities of these fields. When we have a drainage system in at, at an average depth of, say, 36 inches, you increase the amount of water holding capacity in that field. Every foot of soil will hold about an inch of water. That makes a big change in your growth patterns and also what's coming off of that field and reducing phosphorus runoff as well. And that's that's that, important. That's huge, yeah. And we've seen so many fields. I know we see this in Illinois. So many fields that uh, year after year we'd see standing in water, and now you see they're able to get in there and actually work the field so much sooner than they ever were before. Absolutely. You know, you go back to the uh, you go back to the fact that it's a management tool. Anyone who has a modern drainage system will tell you I go to those fields two weeks to ten days prior to the ones that I don't have drained. I have to wait on the others to to be ready. Uh, and one of the funniest comments I ever heard was from a, a farmer from Jerseyville who had a field with very wide spacings. He said, you got to be careful. He said, that field will fool you. You think it's ready to go and you get out between there and it's still wet between those lines. And they're hearing us in Jerseyville right now. Absolutely. So. <laughs> Great. Fantastic. <laughs> so you're going to have demonstrations all through the show, right? Absolutely. Craig Hull with uh, Hull Drainage out of Oskaloosa, Iowa, has helped coordinate, uh, do the design, and we'll be running all three days from noon to 1.30 each day. And we invite people to come out, uh, see the equipment, see our people perform, uh, talk to us about what we're doing, why we're doing it, most importantly, and how it can be part of your operation. Is your area growing all the time? More and more people? It, it is. It is. Uh, we have two plants, Mike, uh, in Iowa at this time. Uh, we've added a facility down in Alabama, one in wow. Wisconsin. So we're, we're, at, uh, we're at six facilities now and uh, very, very fortunate uh, and in a great industry, a fun industry. Congratulations. Good to see you again, my You friend. too, Mike. All right. Thank you. Aaron Casting, Vice President of Marketing for Timewell Drainage Products. Uh, they're doing the tiling demonstrations here at the Farm Progress Show. All right. Tomorrow I'll be at the Syngenta Tent with leaders of the corn growers and soybean growers. We'll talk about the aid package and the trade deal with Mexico. Hope you'll join us from Boone, Iowa. On the Farm Progress Show site, I'm Mike Adams. This is Adams on Agriculture. What if you had a medical emergency away from home? What you need is Mobile Help, America's premier mobile medical alert system. Most systems only work at home, but with Mobile Help, you get help outside the home with coverage nationwide on one of the largest cellular networks at the press of a button. I press the button, and lo and behold, the emergency came within minutes. Mobile Help did save my life. No question about that. Call Mobile Help now for a free color brochure. We'll send you everything you need, including the base station, the patented mobile device, the waterproof pendant, and wrist button. You can also add the fall button that automatically detects falls and signals help. Call today and receive a risk-free 30-day trial. There's no equipment to buy and no long-term contract. For a limited time, you'll also receive a free emergency key box with your planned purchase. Remember, mobile help keeps you safe coast-to-coast. Call 800-930-6137 now for your free mobile help brochure. That's 800-930-6137. Again, 800-930-6137. Reason number 12 why you should own a Thermospas hot tub? They require no attachment to your home's plumbing. Thanks to the Thermospas unique built-in thermofiltration system that filters the water an incredible 144 times a day, you simply fill it with a garden hose and your water stays crystal clear with very little maintenance. Call to receive a free DVD and brochure and find out how you can own a Thermospas hot tub for only a few dollars a day. Right now, they're offering 0% APR financing with approved credit and a $1,000 savings coupon, including free delivery, free chemicals, and a cash discount. And with bottles starting at $4,995, there will never be a better time to own a Thermospas hot tub. So call now and ask about this limited-time offer. Call Thermospas today at 800-991-5852 for your free DVD and brochure. That's 800-991-5852. Thermospas, hot tubs designed to improve your life. Call 800-991-5852 today to take advantage of 0% APR financing. 